0: Hi, I'm Georgina Hudson from GeorginaHudson.net. This podcast has been created to support you in your path of self-awareness and wellness and to draw a roadmap together that can help you align mind and heart. Today's topic is body image, and we're going to see how we deal with this in healthy or unhealthy ways and how to come to terms with our bodies. For more information about what I do and about me, you can visit my website on GeorginaHudson.net or my Instagram account at GeorginaHudson.Coach. Hi, hello. How are you? How are you today, people? What's up? And there is this heat wave in the northern hemisphere and this has prompted me to think about our bodies because it is so hot that we need to take off our clothes and show our our bodies and so all our insecurities are on the rise and regardless of whether you show your body or not i want you to be honest when i ask you this question what do you feel when you look at your body in the mirror And I'm not only referring to our curves or lack of them. I'm also referring to our aging faces, to our hair, to our skin, to our nails. And mind you, this is a sensitive issue shared by male and female clients alike. It's not just something that women suffer. And I understand this perfectly because I myself was overwhelmed by my body image for many, many years. And when I was writing the article for the people who prefer reading, uh, I was thinking about many layers and many fronts to tackle when talking about this topic. And on the one hand, we have to delve into our upbringing and education and how authority figures made us feel about our bodies. And... As we speak, I am also thinking about how our parents related to their own bodies, because that most probably influenced the way we relate to our bodies today. On the other hand, media shows us forever young and lean people who do not reflect real men and women. Added to this, there is the pressure of social networks, where many influencers or, you know, public figures show off that eternal youth and unhealthy weight, to be honest. And unfortunately, and this is true for younger generations or truer for them, this pushes many people to compare themselves with those others, you know, on social networks and to do it obsessively. And we need to add something very important here too, perfectionism and self-criticism. If you are prone to both, that also contributes to the idea, idea that our body is never up to standard. So, as I mentioned, this topic is so vast that we should devote several podcasts to it. But I want this brief introduction to start, you know, uh Casting light or, you know, lighting up some of the things we need to think about and to be more self-compassionate and to understand why our self-esteem sometimes ends ends up plummeting. And as I've told you, I suffered a lot about this when I was a very little girl, because my mother, may she rest in peace, feared that I had inherited her genes and that I would become chubby as she perceived herself to be. My mother was a gorgeous woman, but unfortunately she didn't see it. She lived on diets and she exercised a lot because she couldn't bear having some extra weight. And in her youth, and this is very cruel, someone told my mother how a very popular guy had mentioned in a group that my mom was very beautiful and that she had a lovely body shape, that it was easy to tell how she would become overweight once married and with children. Poor thing. Imagine the impact that verbal attack had on my young mother. And on anyone, really hitting that. It's awful. And until then, and this is what breaks my heart, my mom had been very relaxed about her body. But after this influential guy said what he said, she started to obsess with her body. And on top of that, when she married my father, her insecurities increased Because he has always associated beauty with skinny bodies. So, to cut a very long story short, my mom and I were stuck in a vicious circle where we only ate dietetic food, exercised a lot, and talked obsessively about body image. And mind you, my mom and I, the two women in the family, were the ones who put ourselves under so much pressure, but my father and my brother talked about body image as well. So it was awful. And mother used to tell me, my darling, you have to be thin before puberty or you will live on a diet like me. Like puberty for me was this scary time in life when, you know, if I was overweight or if I was a little chubby or if I wasn't perfect. I was going to be doomed forever. It was horrible. And I know my mom had the best intentions for me, but her words, especially coming from somebody I loved so much, made me feel terrified of gaining weight, of not being liked, of not pleasing others, and even being bullied as it had happened to her. So I guess around my teenage years, I completely lost my confidence. Uh, not on every front, but on the body front. And I remember seeking everyone's approval. I was so, so insecure. I kept asking my friends and family whether I looked good, whether things were nice on me. Um, I was afraid of going out. I was afraid of you know what other people might think about me when they looked at me. Uh, I suffered a lot. Because I had no idea that the answer was inside me. And today, when I look at myself smiling in old pictures, I wonder why I disliked myself so much. People would say to me things like, you look beautiful, or you are so gorgeous, or you are so, you know pretty or things like that and I would come up with things like oh no that's because you love me oh come on you can't speak to me objectively oh shut up how can you think so or you're mad what's going on with you because I really didn't believe what they were saying to me I thought they were being kind and I remember I looked at myself in the mirror quite a lot and I always found myself rejecting something that I didn't like. And it's incredible, but I wove my day-to-day life with love towards those who made up the fabric of my personal and professional life, but I failed to value and love myself enough. I didn't know it then, but I covered my physical insecurities with academic and professional achievements, and I did that wonderfully. So I was always busy. I was always studying. I was always working. I was always going after my next target. So on the outside, I had the image of a very strong woman. But on the inside, I was having a very hard time in silence. And in reality, I was shedding the experience of many other women and men trapped in this perverse culture that enhances an image of beauty that is far from authentic people and even further from self-knowledge and holistic well-being. So physical, mental, emotional and spiritual wellness, not only you know this package, we haven't, you know, come to this life to live with. So over the years, I understood that those you know, celebrities uh, had personal trainers, strict diets, surgeries, maybe low self-esteem as well, and a lot of Photoshop in the photographs that I saw in magazines or, you know, um, when I watched movies, I remember seeing actresses that were much Older than me, and thinking, how come they look so young? And you know, how can their bodies be so slender in comparison with mine? And then I understood they had a lot of people working for them. And little by little, I also began to contact my values. Did I really value those things? What were my needs? And I started to love and accept myself entirely, not only parts of myself, because I had always, you know, appreciated my intellect and my spiritual life. But, you know, I started to love myself completely. And when I look at myself in those old photographs, I continue thinking I was so beautiful then. And I think I'm quite beautiful now, too. And I am so sorry I was so hard on myself. I was always whipping myself, whipping, whipping, whipping. And there was so much love in my eyes and I have always been so compassionate that I don't know why I failed to be self-compassionate. And to be honest with you, I think I was obsessed with the outside world and how they perceived me and that stopped me from contemplating myself and you know, valuing who I was in my entire in entirety or wholeness, completeness. And I perfectly remember one day in my contemporary dance classes that I discovered myself moving to the sound of music and feeling ecstatic. I I was moving from here to there uh, and I, I saw myself in the mirror and I was like in total awe for this body who was no longer something to dissect and reject or something outside myself. My body was I, with all my passion, my desires, my shadows and my light. So, to summarize, what did I learn from so many years of self-rejection and how can I help you? First of all, I learned that I needed to wake up and feel one with the world because I was in a trance of separation. Where I felt alone and cut off from the world of people who I perceived or thought be- they were beautiful. So I became one with the world. I also learned I needed to learn how to meditate and to be able to tread the path of a spiritual awakening. I also learned it was necessary to be mindful of my inner world and to tend to my wounds with love. I had been through so much trauma that I had inherited from my mother that didn't belong to me. It belonged to her. And I'm saying this with a lot of love for my, for my mother, but you know, she passed on her trauma to me and I needed to heal that. That was of utmost importance. And also, I learned to discern real beauty from the empty and superficial idea that media sells us. Come on, you know. And some people even look strange and bizarre after so many surgeries. I also learned that I feel beautiful for everything that I am. I've always appreciated my mind and my spirit as I told you, but I also love my body in its imperfections. You know, I have parts of my body that I love and I have parts of my body that I see and I am very compassionate about now because, you know, I have this body shape and this is me and they love me. (laughs) And I also learned that it is crucial to love myself and feel comfortable in my own skin. And if someone judges and criticizes my body, then they don't play in my team. They are not even worth being near me. I also learned that it was necessary to go beyond my construction of what I needed to look like and to feel more relaxed in general because I was so tense and stressed all the time that I don't think I could contact my body uh, in that state of you know, hypervigilance. I also learned that I want to align with the people that I find beautiful Because of their courage, because of their empathy, their intelligence, and their ability to help others reclaim their power. Like, you know, I like Brené Brown, I like Oprah Winfrey, and I like so many others who are such an inspiration for the world. I also learned that I have gained the insights necessary to hold hands with others who are going through what I went through. So if you are having a hard time on this front, please contact me or or contact me to seek help with somebody else. You don't have to work with me, but don't don't do what I did. Don't cover it up and pretend nothing is going on until one day your anxiety is on the rise. Seek help always. It is the best investment you're going to do in your life. Invest in yourself. And remember that we are so with a human body and that we need to cherish our soul with the human body that we have. We need to be respectful of it. And we obviously need to nurture and take good care of ourselves. You know, we need to nourish our bodies well, we need to exercise, we need to have fun, but this container that we have, and I'm saying container with inverted commas, this container needs our love. And please, please, please appreciate what you look like. And what I am thinking about right now is that there are so many people who are culturally believed to be beautiful, you know, they are slender, they are, you know, ageless <laughs> somehow, but they are so insecure that we don't see them as beautiful. And there are so many other people who are so confident, who are so happy in their own skin, who celebrate themselves so much that even if they have some imperfections and and talk about scars and, you know, um, gray hairs or wrinkles or some extra way. And we look at them and we go like, wow, they're so sexy. So, you know, everything is so relative in this topic. So I hope this article has relieved you and it has helped you reflect on this topic. And if you know someone who needs this today, please forward this to them and invite them to subscribe In this way we're helping one another and this is essential especially today that we are keeping ourselves to ourselves so much. Thank you too for being there week after week and remember to recommend and evaluate us on any of the platforms you are listening to us because That gives us the motivation to continue offering this free material week after week. And we're a lot of people right now in this beautiful tribe. I hope, you know, one day we can come together, you know, face to face. But for the time being, I'm sending you a big hug until next week.